three reasons why your prospects are saying no. Welcome to the Godly Business Podcast. I am your host, Anne-Jean-Pierre, and today's episode is brought to you by Better Sales Women, where entrepreneurs learn to master the sales conversation and 3x their income. To learn more, visit bettersaleswomen.com. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about the reasons why your prospects are saying no, or at least three reasons why your prospects could be saying no to you. So we're going to just jump right into it. The first reason is that they have to. What do I mean by they have to say no? We all hate being sold to. Even though, yes, we may like to buy, the idea of being sold to is not something that most of us like, right? That's why most of the time I run this exercise all the time with prospects and um, clients is what do you think of when you think of the word salesman? And 98% of the time is something negative when it comes to the idea of a salesman. I get things like sales uh, people are slimy, they're sleazy, they're tricky, they try to uh, force you to buy. Those are the ideas that when I say salesman or you know a salesperson is what comes to mind. So naturally, because people have a negative connotation of what it is to, to be a salesperson, they also have a negative content uh, connotation of what it is to be um, sold to, right? So no one likes to be sold to. So because of that, the first thing that someone is going to say is no. And to be honest with you, you want them to say no. I know this is kind of counterintuitive, but stick, stick with me here. The reason why you want them to say no is to get it out the system, right? And follow me here. Have you ever gone to a store and you're looking for something and the salesperson or you know customer service person approaches you and asks you like, hey, do you need anything? And your immediate response is, no, I'm okay. I'm just looking or no, I'm good. Just five seconds later for you to come back around and say, hey, actually, um, yeah, I was looking for X, Y, Z, right? So the automatic response the first response is no. Kind of like, hey, leave me alone. I don't want to be sold to. I'm just trying to figure something out, right? So same concept, even with um, people who like schedule a call with you, right? It's okay for their first reaction to be no. And honestly, that's when the sales begin, right? For them to say no and to have the right to say no and feel comfortable to say no, once you get that out of there, right, once they tell you no, then you can start maneuvering, negotiating, and going into your sales flow. So it is best to get that no out of the way, and that's one of the first reasons why people say no. They just say no because they feel like they have to. Um, and a lot of time, like I said, it's unconscious. You, they just have to say no to feel empowered, to feel in control. 
that they are not being sold to, that you're not going to, um, you know, overpower them, that they have some control over their yes and they have some control over their no. So therefore, it is best for you to get them to say no. So that's one of the first thing, first reasons why people say no. They just have to. You just want to get it at the system. Now, the second reason which I feel like most people say no is because of what you are telling them. Now, I've discussed this in length, and if you look at any other sales video, this is something that every sales trainer is going to harp on because it's the truth. It's it's just what it is. You are selling features and not benefits. So if you are have a client and everyone is familiar, I like to use the phones because it's easier to explain um, because almost all of us have a cell phone, right? Our iPhones or Androids have mu- multiple features, right? But most of us only scratch the surface when it comes to all the features that the iPhone has or the Android, the Samsung, whatever phone you have, have, right? So there's only a couple features that we use on a daily basis with our phones. And those features, the reason why we use them so frequently and don't use the other ones or don't even know about the other ones is because those features benefit us in one way or the other. So if I am selling you an iPhone, do I focus on the feature or on the benefit? Now, most people think that when they are selling you something, the unfortunately what I run into is the people that are selling the feature think that they are selling you a benefit. And the reason why is because they try to present it as a blanket what they think is the benefit. So for example, they would say something like, oh yeah, this camera is 3000 megapixels. It takes great pictures. Cool. So does the Samsung. So why should I buy this phone for $2,000? That's not a benefit. Telling me that this has a great camera is not a benefit to me. So this is where people fall falter a lot of times on having the conversation because in their mind, telling you that this takes great pictures, the benefit is that it takes great pictures. The features is that it has 3000 pixels, whatever, as a camera. That's not a benefit. That's still a feature because it has 3000 pixels. It takes great pictures. You know why? Because most people have no idea what pixels or whatever the jargon is and, you know, tech talk. So you telling them that it takes great pictures is a feature. Not only that, you also have to be careful of what the expected things are. For example, in this same example that we use, right? Actually, I'm going to switch example. Cars. When people used to buy cars, like early to late 2000s, um, right? Having a automatic window was a feature. Well, guess what? Now it's an expected thing. Every car, your basic model is going to have 
an automatic window. So this is no longer a benefit. This is no longer something that is like a, a special thing because now it's expected. Same thing with the iPhones, right? So yes, the supposedly the cameras are getting better. The Samsungs, the cameras are getting better, but that's not that great of a thing because now people expect these expensive phones, you're paying $2,000 up for it to be to have a great camera. So therefore, the expectation there is that this should have a great camera. So to me, that is not a benefit. I'm expecting at that price point for this to come with this feature without me having to pay extra per se for it, right? So these are this is one of the pitfall of talking about the feature versus the benefit because what you're explaining is the feature, but in your mind, you're thinking it's a, it's a benefit when it's not. So now how do you, um, make that same conversation around the camera, for example, become a benefit. That's when it's important to know your audience, right? Knowing who you're talking to and why this is, a, this would be a value to them. So in the same conversation of this has a great camera, Maybe one of the features on the camera is the fact that you can, um, this is a feature that maybe on the camera that people don't, are not aware of. And the person you're talking to, let's say they are a Gen Zer who loves to travel, who have a travel blog and, um, wants to be able to not have multiple, um, gadgets, right? They just want to have their phones and for their phone to also take great pictures and camera, uh, and videos for their, you know, blog or YouTube, right? So what do you focus? You will pull out the camera and you will show them on how to put their camera on studio mode in order for them to take the pictures and the videos and show them how, whereas a re the regular camera does this, this feature will be perfect for what they're doing as a um, YouTuber and how, and putting it in these different modes, it can help them capture better light, capture this and doing the videos and how they can even edit it on their phone. Um, what apps they could download to, to help benefit with this phone that can give them the maximum to where they do not have to buy another uh, equipment and that this phone will give them everything they need for their video. Now that's more of a benefit to that particular person, right? Then say, um, just letting them know that it takes great pictures. It should take great pictures. I'm paying $2,000 for this phone. You get what I'm saying? So this is the difference between telling them the feature that this is, you know, great camera, blah, 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 versus telling them the benefit that it would benefit them, that particular person that you're talking to. So this is another um, reason why I see customers will say no, because you're harping on features that, that has nothing to do with them. And if you see that in the example that I just gave you, I spoke specifically to that person's need, to that person's use of the phone, to that how this person is actually going to use the phone in their life, how this thing that I just highlighted of the thousands of features, why I highlighted this particular thing and how it makes sense 
for them. This is something else that this is another pitfall that you may be falling into as to why your customers are saying no. What works for A will not work for B. So even if you found another person who has similar interests to A, doesn't mean necessarily that, <clears throat> pardon me, doesn't mean necessarily that this, this benefit that you just explained to this blogger is going to translate well to someone who wants to actually take, uh, is a photographer, right? It's not going to be the same conversation, even if they have um, similar um, interests, right? So maybe for, for the photographer, it's talking about the cloud space and how they can integrate whatever uh, pictures they take and editing on their iPad, translate to their iPhone, and how this now phone with the 128 gigabyte, right, of space will be better for them in their line of business. Now, same interest, right? Photography, love to use the video, but I'm focusing on something else. For this person, the storage matters. The storage matters, um, the editing softwares, um, how they speak to each other with the iPhone and his Mac, how this will work for that specific person. Now I'm not focusing on the camera as much. I'm focusing on something else, which is important to that person, which is storage, right? So this is why it, I say the feature does not matter as much for the person as much as the benefit. It could be the same, same product, but you are focusing on what that person that's in front of you, what matters to them most. So this is one of the reasons why your customers may be saying no, because you are not speaking their language. You are not speaking to them. You are not speaking to their benefit. So that's one of the reasons why your customers are saying no. Now, the third reason why your customers may be saying no is simply this. They don't see the value. Now, value is is personal, right? It's kind of like one of those things they, they said, um, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. The value that I find in one thing, this other person will not find. Kind of like the same conversation we, we, we talked about. The same thing for the benefits, right? This client that you just talked about and you so expressed the benefit of the 128 gigabyte because this is something um, or whatever the highest storage is because this is something that matters to them is um is you explaining the benefit to them and trying to show them the value of getting this product instead of something else they may not see even with that conversation depending on how you present it to them they may not they may not see the value of paying the extra $2,000 for, for, for this particular product in their mind, they may see, okay, you know what? The value for me may be best for me to buy a separate camera and not invest on this phone. So how you express the benefit and attack, um, express the benefit and create the value for the customer will help them to buy. Not understanding that 
what is the reason not understanding how to portray that to the customer, how to sell them the value, the benefit in time it is the value, right? The benefit for them is how they see the value in um in the product that they they're buying, which is even more reason why you have to focus on the benefit to your particular customer. If they find value in this feature that you just explained how it's going to benefit them, therefore they will buy. If they don't find as high of a value, yes, it's beneficial, but mm, it's not as valuable to me in this instance, in this um, scenario that you presented, guess what? It's not as valuable. Now, two things, little asterisk that I want to pivot a little bit. Understand that doesn't mean because this person doesn't see the value that you're offering that your product is not valuable. And the reason why I put this little asterisk and want to talk about this is something that I notice a lot with um, newer business people, um, newer entrepreneurs, uh, especially in selling products or um, even services, but sometimes products, is once you start giving them the benefit and the person is somewhat interested, but they barge, they like stuck on the price and they don't see the value of the price compared to the benefit that they would get, right? And then you start, we kind of talked about this in another episode, but then you start to reduce your price in order for you to attract them and to get them to buy. This is the absolute no no, because now you are devaluing your product. You are devaluing your service in order for you to accommodate them. Understand this. This is something that I really, if you don't get anything else, I need you to understand this part. What one person value is different from the next person. Understand that there are watch, right? A watch that you put in your wrist that are $5,000. There are also watches that are selling for millions of dollars. There are watches that are selling for $5. So the person that will buy the million dollar watch will most likely never buy the $5 watch. The person that will buy the $5 watch will most likely never buy the $5,000 watch. Now you may say, well, I need, these are different um, price brackets and price, you know, range. So of course, but listen to me, you know, people that will buy a $3,000 iPhone, right? But then they can't, they, they can't pay for, they, they'll be complaining about their gas, that they don't have enough money for gas, right? It's a matter of prioritizing. It's a matter of what's important to them. So this, they will have a Gucci purse and not have 20 bucks to put in that Gucci purse. So they don't value they value that Gucci purse more than actual cash in their pocket. 
they value being seen as important. They value being seen a certain way more than they value actually having money. So this is why I'm telling you this. If you pay attention to that and you understand that the person that you're talking to may not see the value and that's okay, let them walk away versus reducing your price. And I've already talked about why you want to make sure you don't start devaluing your product because then you set a trend about your business that is going to be hard to get out of. You creating a habit that is going to be really hard to get out of when now you start reducing your price just because someone doesn't see the value and you want to make a sale. So be very, very careful with that. So as long the the main thing that I want you to focus on is understanding how to showcase the benefit and showcase the value for the customer. And this is why you, you focus on the individual, not the feature. Know your features, know what they can do, understand the benefit for that based on that feature for the customer. Understand your product, which is why and the same example using the iPhone, you can, because you understand the product, because you know the product, you can pivot and highlight a different aspect of that product and talk to the benefit of that product to the customer to show them the value that it would bring them as an individual and not think of it as blanket. And this, this is something I noticed myself and when I was in sales and, um, um, retail and I would sell, I would have a lot of real realtors, um, as my client. And when I tell you the same thing that I would tell this realtor, same product, I'm selling them all realtors, right? I'm selling the same exact product. Mr. A would really love this feature and would really like it and see value in it. Mr. B couldn't care less. So I have to know my product in order for me to find a different feature that I can talk to the benefit for Mr. B so he can see the value of it. And this is how you create value. And this is what you have to think about in um, showcasing value to your to your prospect, not the feature. And do not just start devaluing your product just so you can make a buck, right? So now that same product that's $1,500 that's just sold to Mr. A, focusing on that feature or or or, or um, trying to sell that same feature benefit, like highlighting the benefit of that feature to Mr. B didn't matter because Mr. B didn't see the value of it. So I had to speak to, to Mr. B regarding um, the value that he will get out of this benefit, um, this feature, but I have to highlight it a different way for him to see the value of it. Same product, but you know what I'm not going to do is reduce my product from $1,500 to $1,000 just so he can buy it. So I hope that helps. And I hope you got what I was trying to, to portray, um, talk to you about in this, in this, um, episode, the three reasons why your customers say no. The first one is because, Hey, get it out their system. Let them say no. They have to say no in order for them to feel in control. So it's okay for them to say no. And then yourself begins. because I will talk about this in another podcast. What you don't want is a yes. That's not a yes. Right. 
and chasing after customers because they tell you yes, but they didn't mean it. They were just trying to be polite to get you off the phone, to get you off the call, you know, to kind of walk away, but they never um, met to commit to yourself. So this is something else that we'll talk about in a different episode. But today I wanted to highlight those three reasons, you know, getting the no out of their system, showing them the benefit and not the feature, speaking to your audience based on the benefits um, and showing them the value based on that individual. And lastly is creating the value and not um, understanding how to have the conversation and create the value for the customer and not um, devaluing your product in order for you to make a sale. So I hope you got a lot of the, out of this conversation. Um, I hope it was very helpful. If you have something that you would like me to highlight, talk to you more about, um, to discuss more that you would like for me to, to expand on, um, send me a voice note. Uh, I am, you can always um, reach out to me and ask me questions. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with, uh, to listen um, to this podcast today. Um, I hope that God will keep you, keep instructing you, keep um, teaching you and guiding you in the way that you should go. I pray that 2024 will continue to bless you as you grow in your business. Thank you so much. And we'll talk next week. God bless.